Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today, we're talking about... Vampires. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) The call of the vampire. (laughs) Is that how you find one? (laughs) Yep. Natalie, what is a vampire? Uh, A vampire is a creature from folklore that subsists by feeding on the vital essence of the living. And that is generally in the form of blood. Okay, so a vampire could theoretically drink your lymph. Ah, it's me. (laughs) I'm a vampire. That's... Right, in my mind, that's how they sound. Now, that's not true. <laughs> they, they, I guess they would sound like anybody. Hey, it's uh, it's me. I'm <laughs> here, actually, so technically, I could suck your lymph. I'd just be like, it's me, only I'm a vampire now. That's what a vampire would sound like. Hey, uh, can I get some cerebrospinal fluid? I'm gonna eat your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So vampires are mythical. Right. They are basically undead. They originally would just, like, cause deaths in the neighborhood and just fuck things up. And they would stay, like, in the area where they were alive. So generally, like, if there was a vampire, people would know who it was. It was, like, some guy who died recently. So if I turned into a vampire, my limits would be, like, Whole Foods... Yeah, you'd stay, like, in the neighborhood, basically. Like, your gen- your general area. It would be like, oh, you know that weird guy who used to, like, he would walk around all the time. You'd see him walking around, and then, you- and then he died. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy, how he died. He'd be like, well, I saw him out in my yard sucking on the dog earlier. <laughs> He's out there sucking on a dog. <laughs> he was all bloated with dog blood. <laughs> And he will be like, oh, nuts. <laughs> so is so I always thought that vampires traditionally would go in and they would drink people blood. Well, Do they yeah. drink dog blood? I mean, I think they would just, they're just down to drink blood, I think. It's just any blood. Yeah. But, I mean, they that obviously would do people also. Well, yeah, but that's like more of a kerfluffle-like. If you snuck into somebody's house and you drained the blood from their iguana, like, they wouldn't notice for a week. They'd be like, that iguana's awful still. He's been sleepy. <laughs> He's just sitting there on that rock. So a vampire wouldn't eat. If I was a vampire, I would be like, all this meat is going to waste. Do vampires eat? drink the blood. Do they eat meat? I don't fucking know. They're not real. (laughs) (laughs) They're basically in it for the blood, guys. If the premise is that we're investigating something, you can't respond to my query with... (laughs) I don't know. It's not real. Like, (laughs) vampires are clearly not real, but... Well, I'm just saying, when you're asking me a question that I did not read any information about specifically, and also it's something that's imaginary, like, I can't... I mean, I can't tell you what the answer to that question is. Okay. Now, I'm just saying that, like, dogs are also borderline not real. They're real enough to drink their blood. (laughs) How do you know? I've never tried. 
You could, I bet you, if you tried, you'd find out really quick that you could. <laughs> I think the only time I ever got dog blood was when I was trimming the dog's nails. He just starts screaming. I look down, there's like half of a drop of blood coming out of his claw. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, sorry, but like, you won't do it yourself. So what do you want? And then also, when you do do it, you're just like, ah! And like waving your arms around. Like that makes it really hard to do it good. Am I'm I right. <laughs> I'm waving my arms to the dog. The is. dog is. Yeah. No, I'm actually very calm. <laughs> when the dog is just wriggling around and stomping me in the balls over and over. <laughs> And I've got this little implement that was like an impulse buy from Petland. <laughs> the Chompomatic. Just like a little pair of pliers, yeah. The dog herder. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the best when you got to bring the dog herder out. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves it. Uh, so here's this, here's this thing, right? This is my favorite thing that I read about vampires. Originally, when people had vampire lore, which has basically been going on forever, but prior to, like, the recent image of a vampire, which is, like, Mr. Spooky Guy, he's, like, white, his hair's all slicked back, and he's got this fang sticking out. Before that image developed, vampires look like bloated corpses, and they were always, like, real ruddy. Their coloration was real dark because they were, like, just bloated with all the blood that they were sucking up. A vampire was kind of like a body you would find in a lake, but reddened. Yes, right, right. Okay. But... I don't know if you've ever found a body in a lake, but no. that's that's no, like, Boris Karloff. They thought that for the first 40 days of a vampire being a vampire, it just looks like a anthropomorphic bag of blood with like like glowing red eyes and it just like squelches around and it's just like a bag full of blood kind of like a slime like mm-hmm. in a japanese rpg right <laughs> or like one of those little guys on cubert that just blobs yeah onto right. the blocks right right but with mothman eyes yeah with with mothman eyes and then it had like a proboscis or some shit to suck blood up with no if it I've... made it through 40 days then it would have sucked enough blood to be able to like form its body and stuff like that and once it's got its body watch out that's when the shit is the fan i you got real vampire problems <laughs> you know the problems i've been having with vampires <laughs> you had some serious ass vampire problems <laughs> well, i like i like the fixation on 40 days because that's something very antiquated Nobody focuses on a length of time that's 40 days anymore. It's like some biblical shit. I mean, 40 days to me now would be like, it's been like a month. Oh, it's been like over a month. (laughs) That's what 40 days is to me is, oh, I'm late. I should have done this 10 days ago. Right. (laughs) That was the original vampire guy. Vampires are always portrayed. The classic vampire is a man, deep voice, cape, fangs, slicked back hair. Right. Are vampires ever women? Yes. It's anybody who's dead. So there's no, like, dimorphism needed. Like, you don't need two vampires to make a baby vampire. No, but vampires can have babies with not vampires. What happens then? And they have some kind of weird kid who, um... (laughs) 
the um, weird kid, like the one that eats pencils. Yeah, <laughs> the weird kid, like the one who eats pencils and smells like cat pee. I will find it sometime during this podcast. I will find it. But I will say, I already know. I forget what they're called. They're in my notes. But vampires and people have babies. And then the babies are like super at killing vampires. Well, that's a twist. They're like born to be like vampire slayers. Do the half vampire babies drink blood? I don't think so. They've just got enough vampire in their nature that they want to reject it. They're able to see the vampire's weaknesses better think about it that would be like if i grew up with a superpower for killing irish people right basically all the different cultures in the world have vampires in them as far as their folklore goes really yeah it is very widespread but they think that a lot of the vampire beliefs have to do with people being like ignorant of like decomposition so they think that a lot of the traits that you would ascribe to a vampire are traits that you would also see in a decomposing corpse. Okay, so pale skin mm-hmm. and their lips would probably pull back and they would, that would be like the fang idea. Mm-hmm. And like they can get bloated and like they can get like bloody purge in their mouth and make it look like they were eating blood. So let's say I was neolithic man and i just got done putting all my buddies up on easter island i don't remember what they're called guys with the heads yeah exactly and i'm like you know it's just it's sticks and ropes and you pull it up and it's all cool and then walking around on easter island and i'm like oh shit there's a dead guy and i asked my buddy i'm like hey there's a dead guy there my buddy's like oh uh but he might not be dead And I'd be like, well, what do you mean? My buddy might say, oh, well, uh, what if he's undead? Uh, (laughs) I'd say, uh, you know, I'm tired from lifting all these big stone heads in place, so I'm not going to look it up on uh, Wikipedia right now. What is undead? (laughs) And my buddy's like, I don't know. He probably drinks blood or something. (laughs) So they had vampires in Mesopotamia, the ancient Greeks and the Hebrews had vampires. The ancient Romans had vampires. The folklore that we that we attribute to it now did not develop until the 18th century in southeastern Europe. Yeah, it seems very like Victorian Gothic, right? Mm-hmm. With the ruffles. You know, I love horror novels. That is like my main... If I read fiction, that's what I read, right? That's like my shit. I tried to read Dracula. It was just not that good. Really? I didn't like it. Maybe I'm just like desensitized, but I, it just wasn't moving fast enough and there wasn't enough like gross shit happening. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the key to that one is everybody assumes that the vampire is Dracula, but that's actually Dracula's monster. Right. <laughs> but I, I tried to read it. I just was not into it. Have you, you ever tried to read it? It's Once you get to a certain point, old books are like too old to read, I think. They are just because we don't have anything, like all the stuff we say now, we don't have anything in common with them. And I always feel like those old books would just focus on stuff that we don't focus on now. And it's like the way they speak is different and the things that they're speaking about are different. It's more, it always feels like homework. I've never read an old book and had it not feel like I was doing homework. I can appreciate stuff. 
that's not from the current time, right? Right. I could go look at an old ceramic pot that's a pig, but it was also a baby bottle and be like, well, that's cool. But old literature, I feel like I don't connect to it. Right. Because I spend so much time trying to figure out what they were saying. It just feels very clinical. Like, I can't connect with their emotions. I feel like they wrote less about their emotions, too. I think the oldest book that books that I could read and, and feel like I was doing it for pleasure instead of homework would be, like, the 1920s. I would say that I very seldom enjoyed any of the stuff we had to read from homework. And I remember reading The Great Gatsby and just failing miserably at interpreting any of the any of the symbolism. There was a light. They all lived in some place called Egg. Do you remember this? <laughs> I read it. I didn't think it was that bad. I well, it wasn't bad, but it was just like so you guys beat back ceaselessly against the waves of time or whatever the moral of the story was. Is that the one where everyone get hit by a car at the end? Now see, I don't <laughs> I I don't Is that know. that one or is that the different one? I have a very hard time reading old works of literature and remembering specific things about them because I feel like I use so much steam on like figuring out what they're doing. And I spend so much time when I'm reading it trying to imagine like, okay, they're in a house. It's like my house, but nothing turns on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what do they, what do they fucking do? I am reading it and I'll like fuzz out and I'll stop interpreting the words because I'll just be thinking about the fucking Capulets or whoever's in the book that you have to read. And you're like, <laughs> we, you're in here like counting wool or something that I've never done. Right. And then it's like, I can either imagine what counting wool is or I can look it up. But either way, it's like I'm out of the castle. I'm back online. I'm looking at this and I go back, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just as simple as wherefore. Wherefore are you, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not where. Wherefore means something else. It means when or something, right? So it's like this whole thing. You have to decode all this shit, yeah, it's right? Kinda. It's like the Christmas story. Yeah. All these old books. It's exactly like the Christmas story where you go through and you do all the decoding and it just says drink your Ovaltine. It's like Shakespeare was a fucking advertiser, man. Come to Stratford-on-Avon to see a beautiful play by me, Liam. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is... Do you know what I read that sucked ass? What? Beowulf. Beowulf sucks ass. Yeah, I would agree with that one. We're talking triple digits. It's like 900. Yeah, it's too old to read, guys. I don't care. Someone who is interested in reading that can read it. If they want. I don't I don't want to read it. I can't really think of anything I've read that had vampires in it prominently. Um, I've read some. Like, all those Anne Rice books have vampires in them. And... Interview with the Vampire, yeah, right? Was, and there's that one Stephen King book I liked. Uh, was that Salem's Lot? I Am Legend is about vampires, isn't it? I have no idea. I See, no I idea. I just read that's what it's, I just read horror novels. So yeah, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of vampire books. It's a good generalized idea, and it plays on human nature that there's somebody that goes around and just sucks your life essence from you like a bad roommate. Right. So the idea that 
you become a vampire only by getting bit by a vampire is like a recent development. There used to be all kinds of different ways that you could become a vampire. How did you used to become a vampire? You could become a vampire if you were just like evil in general before you died, or if you committed suicide, or if you were a witch. You could arrange somehow to have a malevolent spirit possess a corpse. Some countries believe that if a animal jumped over a corpse, that corpse would be a vampire. Oh, wow. And that's just, that's even what you type when you're testing out your font or your typewriter. You say, what isn't the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog? Right. And now the fox is a vampire. No, the dog will be a vampire. But the dog would have had to been dead also. The quick brown fox jumped over the dog. The deceased, but it would have to have a Z in it. Anyway, go ahead. Right. (laughs) So that's one of the ways. Also, if you had a wound on your body and they did not treat it with boiling water before they buried you, that would also cause you to be a vampire. Just a bunch of different ways. You could be a vampire. You don't even have to get bit by a vampire. You could just be one. But people were like so, they believed in it so hardcore that it just made people go crazy. When did people believe in vampires the most? Are we talking like Victorian? like 1700s. Okay. In Southeastern Europe. It was basically all over the place, but it was majorly in like the Balkans and Romania. So Romania is where Transylvania is, which is like... That's where vampires are from, yeah. The people around then in the 1700s were so fucking crazy about it that it caused mass hysteria in in certain areas. And there were public executions of people who they thought were vampires. And they were just like crazy about it. And they would like put spikes in people when they buried them. The stake through the heart. Mm -hmm. Or they would put a brick in their mouth. Or they would cut their head off. That's horrible. But also, I feel like there wasn't a lot to do back then. So, like, right. what can you do? He's got to create a little mass hysteria and just keep it crazy and keep it people entertained. So, Dracula was, like, the prototypical vampire. Right. Was that a real thing? There was a dude who was, like, a prince in that area named Vlad Tepes, who apparently was pretty heinous, and they said that a lot of the Dracula lore was based off of him. Okay, but he was not actually a vampire. So what did he do? He was, like, especially violent, and he liked to put people up on stakes and stuff. Like a small business owner? (laughs) He was, like, a prince or something like that. Come to Vlad's convenience store. We have many things, such as... People on stakes. And candy bar and blood-flavored popcorn and uh, lymph. (laughs) Yeah. Did you guys like how I made this month have a bunch of Halloween-y type themes in it? Do you like it? I hope so. And maybe I'll make you want to subscribe and listen to other good productions, such as That Time We Went and Looked for Ghosts, or The Other Time We Went and Looked for Ghosts, (laughs) or Horn. (laughs) And we really appreciate people who subscribe because you're the ones that keep it going. So thank you. So what's the tie between vampires and Halloween? They're just supernatural beings. And that was always like the main Halloween costumes. Until like the 70s and 80s, it was not as commercialized. And people did not dress 
like cartoon characters and stuff. It was mainly supernatural, like ghosts and Draculas. <laughs> I like the idea of there being multiple Draculas. <laughs> it's just very, it's like if you went out for Halloween dressed as Jesus and you're like out. And you see another Jesus in the neighborhood, and you like you guys point at each other, and you're like, "There he is!" Look at all the Jesuses. You guys are all so cute. <laughs> you guys are kitty cute. <laughs> so people would be all about. I I really hope all the people I love don't turn into vampires. This is very important to me, right? Really? Mm-hmm. Would they? Uh-huh. And so they would do all kinds of stuff with them to make sure that they would not be vampires. So they would, like, bless them and stuff is what you're saying. No, not really. Um, <laughs> they would bury them upside down. Okay. So when they woke up and they were digging out of their casket, they would dig in the wrong direction. So if they happened to be a vampire, they would simply dig to the center of the earth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes sense. They would put scythes or sickles near the grave or inside the caskets because they thought that would somehow do something. Um, They would also sever all of the tendons in their knees so they could not go anywhere. So they couldn't walk around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so people were terrified of their loved ones becoming vampires. Mm -hmm. Because they would probably go home first. Oh, they would go home and then they would drink their blood. So it was mostly self-preservation. Right. See, Natalie has told me, I don't know what's going to happen in the afterlife, which is fair enough. But she said, if I could choose, I would want to be a ghost. Right. I would want to be around and I would want to haunt people. It's natural to want to continue your existence. Right. For many people, it's like... Being in the shower, even if it's you haven't cleaned your shower in a while, it's got some of that like orange stuff in the water starting to get cold. You know, you got other stuff to do and, you know, like the room is all fogging up and it's too hot. You can't get the temperature right and stuff. But like you've been in the shower a while, like you should you want to stay in the shower. So the temptation to remain alive or at least undead and be a vampire It's got to be pretty large. Right. So you can't blame somebody for being like, hey, instead of just being dead forever, what if I'm a vampire for a limited time only? (laughs) I would be, like I said, my choice, I would want to be a ghost. I would not be that excited to be a vampire, though. So the idea with being a vampire is that you're immortal as long as you drink blood. Right. So what what about that do you think would be unappealing to you? Um, people and having to like, put my mouth on strangers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the main thing. Also, like... Just, like, being a body on on the planet and being trapped on the planet as, like, a meat body for eternity doesn't sound like... Like, the to me, the allure of being a ghost is being, like, bodiless. Like, I'm just, like, energy or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> just here to fuck with some shit, guys. And then I'm gonna disappear. Where'd I go? I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's not just, like, being a vampire is just, like, being trapped as a a person, only also you have to have blood now. (laughs) 
how do you die as a vampire canonically? If you fail to drink blood, will you die? Well, I think you would starve. But your question made me think of this fucking quiz. Everybody's gonna take this quiz, but especially you. Yes. I just triggered (laughs) this episode's quiz, which is... How do you destroy a vampire? (laughs) How? So I've never tried, but there are like classic methods Mm -hmm. that I've heard of. Right. Stake through the heart. The classic way to kill a vampire. That's how we're going to do it. What is it about putting a stake through a vampire's heart that supposedly kills it? I'm not sure what the specific (laughs) mechanisms are, but that idea came from people opening up caskets of people who they thought were vampires, and then the corpses were all bloated up, and then they would put a stake through them, and it would, like, release all the gases, and they thought that that's how they could tell that it worked. They're like, oh, there we go, we fixed them. Okay, so I'm starting to get the picture, so that's why they think vampires live in caskets, because... they always are they're going around (laughs) just disinterring very recently dead people and they're like look he's all puffed up they poke a hole in him the gas escapes and they're like oh yeah that's the vampire air (laughs) he was all bloated up now he's not anymore so obviously the problem is solved and then they'll like smash a brick in his mouth and then they'll go (laughs) that was the scene back then guys so what else are we gonna do to destroy it I've heard silver bullet, although I'm not sure, again, what silver has to do with it. Um, I'm going to give it to you. Shooting them. Oh, just shooting them <laughs> with anything. Shooting with regular bullet. In the Balkans, they believe that you can just shoot them. Well, unfortunate. I feel like I've run through my two ways to kill a vampire. <laughs> well, how how many are there? Can I have you... like 15 of them. I have so fucking many. So you mentioned earlier you could cut a vampire's head off. Will that do it? Yes. You cut the guy's head off and then either put his head between his feet or under his butt. No, no. Now I can't drink blood. <laughs> I'm sitting on my own head with my own butt. That sounds like a They Might Be Giants song or something. (laughs) Can you drain a vampire's blood to kill him? Because it seems like he wants blood. And then if you take his blood in turn, like that would. No. no. So you cannot like exsanguinate. He'll just wake up and get sanguinated again. Oh. You need to think of some more ways to destroy a vampire. Can you blow up a vampire? Just the whole body all at once? Um, I don't know if I should give it to you or not. Chef's choice, I'm Natalie. Not, I'm not going to because it doesn't say explode it. <laughs> I'm just going, I'm going too modern <laughs> with the vampire. Can you burn a vampire? Yes. I'm going to give it to you. Um, you can take the vampire, dismember it, cremate it, mix the ash with water, and then make its family drink it. That was really flexible, giving me <laughs> that one, then. <laughs> A stranger comes to you and says, listen closely, you've got to drink this. And you say, what is it? Well, 
It's the ashes of your uncle. He was a vampire. No. I'd be like, oh, okay, I had to do this so he's not a vampire anymore. And they'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. It's just ashy water. That's fine. So you would drink it. You I would drink the water. I don't give a fuck. We're all going to die. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, I just want to get... I would hate to be like... You know, you drink something a stranger gives you, and you're like, oh, I don't know what happened. I passed out. You know, I lost all this time. I lost all this memory. It was just the classic setup where... A predator comes to you and says, hey, you know, your uncle's a vampire. And of course you're like, well, I have to drink this. <laughs> right? Right. Right. I don't want to get, it. I don't want to get too dark, but it's like, think, you know. Think about it. Okay. So trying to think of a word. I don't think it's a single word. If you blindfold a vampire and you turn him around a lot, like you're hazing him for a fraternity. <laughs> yeah. But then you just put him out in the woods, but it's like. It's not woods. It's like fucking Yellowstone. He's like, ah. Disorient him to death. <laughs> yeah, but then he dies of exposure, like an artist. <laughs> oh, that, yes. He it to sunlight. So I was not, I was thinking more of cold and damp and stuff, but sunlight, yeah. I was thinking more in terms of, I suppose if he did that, he would eventually be outside during the daytime and he would die. Could you irradiate a vampire? No. Could you be like, hey, uh, Vlad, Vladimir, <laughs> I got a hot tip because I was binging around the other day online <laughs> and i got a hot tip have you heard of this place called pripyat and the vampire would be like yes of course i have eastern europe right be like well in pripyat you know it's been abandoned and there's a lot of wildlife you could drink and he goes there irradiated dead uh -huh. so could you irradiate a vampire no not even <laughs> if a vampire is working on the manhattan project and there are two half spheres of enriched ore, and he slips the screwdriver, and they go super critical, and it just hits him. Because the blood, the blood refreshes him. Or the lymph, whatever the vampire. <laughs> like, maybe he's a lymph-based vampire. You don't know. Oh, you know what? Now I'm thinking, I bet there's perv vampires that like lurk out like you go to the bathroom and you're just there and you're like in a park and you're like ah oh, fuck i've been on the trail so long and i didn't want to just be like too natural <laughs> you go on the trail and you go to the bathroom and then it's like ah 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 like the transylvanian ah, way ah, ah, ah. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and then the vampire's like, I'm here to drink your pee. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> this fucking guy. And then you're like, yeah, like my essence, I get it. But like, don't. Just do blood. Again. Not, no, not my essence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think all the ways you could destroy somebody's. A vampire's body, not just anybody. What if you convince a vampire to have a sedentary life? Like, no physical activity, and then he just, like, degrades. No, no. 
just like vampire recliner. Can you dissolve a vampire no. in like acid? No. Can you dissolve a vampire in liquid metal like at the end of Terminator 2? No. Arnold, they put him in the liquid metal at the end, right? Mm -hmm. And he gives right at the end, he gives the thumbs up. But like, if you do that to a vampire, he gives you the thumbs down as he's melting. (laughs) (laughs) Can you own a vampire to death? Like, just own him mercilessly. Like, just make him feel bad about himself. If he makes a typo, you just like, everybody repeats the typo back to him. And then they change the name of the group chat to like Vapmeyer and then he's like stop and they're like Vapmeyer. Do you think no. he could get owned to death? No. <laughs> I think I'm out of options. Right. Here's the answers that are right instead of the ones you gave. <laughs> uh, you can pour boiling water on its grave. Oh wow, okay. Uh, you can drown him. Oh, and boiling water on a vampire's grave would technically be vampire soup. Yeah, technically. Yeah, that sounds like Dracula's yacht. It's my favorite song. <laughs> That's top ten favorite song, Dracula's yacht. Right. You could drown the vampire. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you can repeat their funeral service. So you have the same people come in, and then you just say all the stuff again. Right. And you reinter them. And that works. Sometimes, I guess. In the Balkans, it does. You can dump holy water all over it. Oh, I didn't think of holy water. That's that's Uh, good. You can exercise it. You can put a bunch of garlic in his mouth. I forgot about all the garlic stuff with vampires. Okay. Uh, You can shoot a bullet through the coffin. Um, And then, my favorite, you could put a lemon in its mouth. Perhaps the easiest way to kill a vampire, just as you may be convinced to drink a cup of water made with a vampire's ashes, you could simply put a lemon in a vampire's mouth and it will cease to be. Think about it. Does it have to be a whole lemon? I would just do the whole lemon, just to be safe. Yeah, I, I would, but I'm thinking more like... Welcome to Mr. Steak. Would you like lemon in your water? And he's like, no. Ah, ah, ah. But then you give him the lemon anyway. And then he's like, ah, no. No, no lemons. So um, in 2006, a physics professor at the University of Central Florida wrote a paper where he was talking about vampires. And he said that vampires cannot be real. Because if vampires were real, then assuming that the first vampire appeared on January 1st of 1600, if it ate once a month and every victim turned into a vampire, everybody in the entire world would be a vampire within two and a half years. The fact that not everybody is a vampire by now is proof that there's not vampires. But is that strictly how vampires work? If they drink your blood, you don't die and you're a vampire instead? I thought that it was like Pokemon. Because like in Pokemon, you can knock out a Pokemon. Or you can get its health down to a certain amount and then you can whip a Pokeball at it. I think to make somebody a vampire, I always thought you had to do like a special... Right? A special thing. It wasn't just, if if I'm a vampire and I drink your blood... 
you're still alive and you're a vampire. I think I could kill you by drinking all your blood. Right. I always thought it was something where you, if you were a vampire, you would suck someone's blood until they were almost dead. And then you would make them suck your blood. And that's what makes them be a vampire. Okay. And, like, if I was a vampire, I wouldn't want a ton of competition. Right. Right? Would you? No. Like, if you open up a car dealership, you don't, like, go over to Arby's next to the car dealership and make them touch your car and you're like, you are a car salesman now. There goes half your business. Also, if it's, like, more than one vampire, then people would be like, what's all these people? They're all, like, we find them and they're all drained of blood. What's going on? They all got holes in their necks. What's happening? And then they start looking for you. So were people ever found? Was there ever any, like, client-side discoveries <laughs> of vampires? <laughs> like, ah, oh, this guy's got holes in his neck. I don't think so. Okay. So but they would blame stuff on vampires. Okay. So there's, like, a small group of people that trouble would be blamed on. So that's unusual. <laughs> it's the vampires this time. Did you know that vampires and zombies are different? I I assumed. I think. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about zombies. I think that zombies, like vampires, are right at the lower bound of what I even want to talk about. <laughs> like, my problem with zombies is, like, I used to go and drop my kid off at school, and there was somebody whose car was zombie car. It was like a Scion Clio or some shit. It was a car that was like a little baby's. It was in the shape of a little baby's shoe. Uh But it was like if a baby had Heelys, had little tiny wheels on it. And it was like critical zombie response unit. And I would just go in and I would try to figure out every day, like, do you like zombies or do you hate zombies? Because, like, you're a zombie hunter, but everything is like zombies. Ghosts are cooler than vampires. Yeah. I would talk about ghosts. I would talk about vampires. They are different. I'm not, I don't have anything about zombies except for the fact that they're different than vampires. Uh, zombies tend to have a lower IQ than vampires. Is that a fact? Is that zombies perform more poorly on the Stanford Binet? standardized intelligence test right uh-huh also um zombies eat meaty parts instead of just drinking the liquid parts and uh they are not concerned with whether or not it's sunny outside i just i want my car to just be a serial number traveling through the world i want to have the absolute most average car the, the hardest one to describe to the cops Maybe, yeah. <laughs> don't don't ever get don't ever get vanity plates. Don't ever get vanity plates, no. and don't ever get like a bright green Corvette. Right, right. You always need to get America's number one family sedan, like whatever that is. This year, that's what you're gonna get. If you're gonna get a used one, you're gonna get the one from four or five years ago. Yeah, get a silver <laughs> 2014 Ford Fusion. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Get the get whatever license plate number they spit out at you. <laughs> get the auto lotto on that one, champ. Yep. <laughs> so you remember earlier in this episode when you were asking me about when 
vampires and people fuck and they have children together. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. I'm still concerned about it. Those children are called Glogloves. Glog. <laughs> Gloglave. I, I imagine it's Gloglov. It's time for a glow up. <laughs> Let's get Gloglave. <laughs> Um, that's in Bulgarian. Um, they're they're referred to as vampirzi in Turkish. And so what would happen is that someone would become a vampire and they would go home and fuck their wife. <laughs> 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 and so women would get pregnant yeah. after their husbands died by him coming back as a vampire. Yeah. The child would be mystical... Vampire Slayer. I think why I like the idea of vampires is the the zombie thing is just too fantastical. But the vampire is just like this very elevated idea of being dead. And it is just clearly people started panicking. Like, you know, sometimes you go to sleep and you're like, did I lock the front door? And then you can't go to sleep until you go lock the door. Right. 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 A vampire is just like a corpse version of that because you're like going to sleep at night and you're like my my uncle Glowglave. Could he be undead? And you can't sleep. You go down to the cemetery. It's all misty because it's Bulgaria. You dig him up. You drive a stake through his heart and you're like, whew, finally I can sleep. It's like locking the front door. It's like, now I'm not going to think about if he's a vampire. I'm right. just going to go. And he had, blo- he had blood in his mouth. He was all pale. He was all bloated. But now then it's... Then when I poked him, maybe he would make all these wheezy noises. So he wasn't even dead. Now I know for sure. Now I can sleep. Right. I did the right thing. The thing is with the vampires is that it's just like a folkloric figure that is like the personification of all of the of the shit people don't understand about death. And then also used as like an explanation for women having sex after their spouses had died. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Did you know that... In some vampire folklore, vampires can get married and move to a different city and get a job. <laughs> that's that is like the mildest. That's the that's like the most gentle folklore you can have. They can have a happy family. That's the kind of folklore that's like on the alumni website for your high school. It's like, hey. Been a long time. Well, got married. (laughs) Have a couple kids. I work for a bank. And you can kill me by exposing me to sunlight. Or putting a lemon in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talk to you later. (laughs) That's why zombies are bullshit. Zombies are never like, and then after death. You move to Canton, Ohio. (laughs) Um, Did you know that in certain areas of the Balkans, they believed that pumpkins and watermelons and like stuff like that could become vampires if they were left out for longer than 10 days or if they were not consumed by Christmas? I feel like the Balkans are itching for vampires. (laughs) 
They have all of these additional rules. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah. If you don't bring that cucumber inside, that might become a vampire. Like, that's... <laughs> like, the whole vampire thing is clearly, like, dead people where you're looking at their dead asses and you're like, <laughs> like, it's been a week. They're not dust yet. Like, I'd better shoot his ass and leave him out in the sun. Right. Right? Right. <laughs> the Balkans are like, nah, that pumpkin might be a vampire. <laughs> you guys are just a little bit. Well, they were not really afraid of vegetable vampires. <laughs> because they didn't have teeth. <laughs> oh, no, it's not real. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They were, they said they were aware of them, but they were not, like, afraid of them. At dusk, he awakens to feed on puree. In Malaysia, they have a vampire that is a tiny vampire, a little tiny monster guy, and he burrows into people's heads and makes them talk about cats. So if you are posting online, it's because you have a vampire that burrowed into your head and gave you toxoplasmosis. (laughs) You post about your cat. Vampires also have other crazy powers. Vampire powers. Whoa, watch out for them. They can transform into a mist or into an animal. And they have powers of persuasion and they are able to change their size be a little vampire very big vampire don't shoot me don't shoot me with a silver bullet in most of europe or a regular (laughs) bullet in lithuania (laughs) i am just i'm a small little vampire (laughs) i'm a tiny vampire no what if i'm a pumpkin boy (laughs) I could just be a little pump. I don't got no teeth. I don't have any way of biting you. I want to know the signs of your pumpkin's going to be a vampire as if it has blood on it. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. Blood on the pumpkin sounds like a Bob Dylan song or some shit, doesn't it? Yeah. Did you know that you could become a vampire if you ate meat off of a sheep that a wolf killed? See, that's the first one where I don't believe it. The first vampire had to come from somewhere. Right. He probably came from eating a sheep that was cut, that was killed by a wolf. Um, you could also be a vampire if you were the seventh son. So you just keep having babies until you have a vampire. <laughs> I think it has to be seven in a row. Um, you could also be a vampire if, when your mom was pregnant with you, a vampire looked at her. Think about it. You could be a vampire if you were a nun and you stepped over an unburied body. So if you're a nun hopping over corpses. Then you become the vampire or the right. corpse does? The nun does. Oh, and that's scary because it's like here in the convent, we don't expect anyone to be vampires. Um, You can also become a vampire if a cat jumps on your corpse. <laughs> that's, that's not good because I feel like they would do that, right? Right, probably. They're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, though, is the vampire that's the bag of blood. That's my favorite vampire. Boneless vampire. Big wobbles. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, what do you think about vampires? You know, I didn't think they were real before. Now that I've learned more about them, I know for sure that they're not real. So you see why I put them at number one on the one to ten scale of whether or not something is real. Oh, did you? Yeah, because remember we were talking about when we were talking about Mothman, I said, where would you put Mothman on a scale of one to ten? Where did I put him? Did I say three? I think you said three. And you said ghosts are like five or six. Seven you or eight. S- oh, I think I, s- yeah, I think I said ghosts are midway and you were like, no, ghosts are a little up there, right? Right. Not quite at aliens yet. Aliens are like 10. Aliens are a 10 for me. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. GarbageBrainUniversity.com You can leave us comments. Let us know what you know about vampires. Let us know what you think about vampires. Have you ever seen one? Or what are your thoughts? Are you a vampire? On the supernatural scale, yeah. If you're a vampire, definitely, look, use a pseudonym. Okay, we're not going to geolocate you. Okay, we're not Zuckerberg. Are you a blobby vampire? Are you a red blobber, Mr. Wobbles? Yeah, give us a selfie of that. Because that's that's really going to be something. Exactly. That would be dope. So, Mr. Blood Bubble, hook us up. (laughs) Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We would love it. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Podtime, (laughs) ListenUp.fi Podtime.biz There's a number of sites Basically anybody syndicates off iTunes And then they they make their own little name Hey (laughs) podcast.fm That's like So just zip us up on whatever service you get And of course if you subscribe You get twice as many episodes Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Goodbye!